What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the career of actor Jeremy Allen White and the movies Red Rocket and The Contractor. First, let's talk about Jeremy Allen White. One of his earliest roles is in the movie After School, a film about a private school losing two of its students to drugs. White co-stars in the film along with Ezra Miller and his future wife Addison Timlin. The movie was directed by Antonio Campos, an underrated indie filmmaker who went on to direct the movies Christine starring Rebecca Hall, The Devil All the Time with Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson, and the HBO miniseries The Staircase starring Colin Firth and Tony Collette. White is of course best known for playing Lip Gallagher on the hit Showtime series Shameless from 2011 to 2021 and he's tied with Emmy Rossum as my favorite performance on that show. It's crazy that an actor that young could play someone so complex. White has to convincingly play Lip as super smart, a rebel, an alcoholic, and in later seasons, a father. He had to play the character most like the father, Frank Gallagher, played by William H. Macy. I thought it was insane that during the entire run of the show, Jeremy Allen White never received an Emmy nomination for playing Lip Gallagher. I get why Macy got all the Emmy love. He's a well-known actor from movies, playing a great part. But Frank is constant in the show. He, for the most part, doesn't evolve while the character of Lip has multiple arcs that drastically change his character. There's growth and evolution, and Jeremy Allen White played it brilliantly. I think White gave one of the most criminally underrated performances in television history. During his time on Shameless, White also had a supporting role in season one of Homecoming from director Sam Esmail with Stefan James and Julia Roberts, where he played a soldier trying to get back to regular life and was a co-lead in the horror film The Rental with Dan Stevens and Allison Brie. The movie was the directorial debut of Dave Franco. At the moment, Jeremy Allen White is now starring in one of the most critically acclaimed shows of the year, The Bear, which, like Shameless, takes place in Chicago. On the show, White plays Carmi, an esteemed chef who, after his older brother dies, inherits his dump of a restaurant and attempts to turn it into a success story. White is the perfect actor to play this character, who is super smart with maturity issues, a lot like Lip from Shameless. White is great at playing this uber-competitive perfectionist. The show has been picked up for a second season, and I'm really hoping Jeremy Allen White gets his first Emmy nomination. There has been no better performance on TV this year than White in the Bear. The pace of the show is super fast. It's anxiety-inducing. It's exactly what's missing from most television shows. You can also tell by watching The Bear that the show just knows what it wants to be. It knows exactly the story that it's telling. There are so many shows where you watch them and you're like, why is this an eight-episode show when episode five means nothing? Every single episode of The Bear has a point to it. There's a reason that episode is in this season. It all comes, it is a complete season of television. There is no bad episode of The Bear. Like so many, even of these great shows, there's like one episode that's an hour long and you're like, this is super boring. The Bear is a show that is only a half hour long each episode and each episode has a purpose. My favorite performances from Jeremy Allen 
Colin White are in shameless as Lip and the Bear as Carmi. The biggest compliment I could give White is he makes you believe the people he's playing are real life people. And absolutely no other actor is better at playing someone who is angry and filled with rage. He's super intense and those are the type of actors I gravitate towards. The Al Pacino types, the Sean Penns, the Robert De Niro's. When like those guys are mad, you're like, this is perfect acting. And that's what I see when I watch Jeremy Allen White. There is no better actor right now better at playing someone who is angry. The most underrated performance of White's career is in the movie After Everything, where he plays a young man diagnosed with cancer. Thinking he's not going to make it, he marries his girlfriend, who he just recently started dating, played by Micah Monroe. And when he recovers, the two think they've made a massive mistake. White has a pattern of playing a character with a personal struggle. In Shameless, he has neglectful parents. In The Bear, he's lost his brother. And in After Everything, he's diagnosed with cancer at a very young age. And he's making the right choices because these shows and movies match his intensity. He's an actor who clearly knows his own strengths. He's gritty and so are the projects he's a part of. I hope that Jeremy Allen White gets elevated to superstardom after The Bear because I would love to see him work with great directors like a Paul Thomas Anderson type or a Martin Scorsese or the Safdie brothers. Like I would love to see this guy become a massive, massive movie star because that's how highly I think of him as an actor. And one of the reasons I think The Bear is going to be the project that makes him super famous is because Shameless was an ensemble. There were so many other actors in that show. You had Emmy Rossum, you had William H. Macy, you also had Steve Howie who was great in that show. Jeremy Allen White did not have to carry Shameless. He has to carry every moment of The Bear. The other thing I really admire about the career of Jeremy Allen White is the mix of comedy and drama. Like Shameless, early on it was a drama and then it changed categories at the Emmys and became more comedic. Like this guy can really do both things and The Bear is another example of that. At times it's really funny, at other times it's super dramatic. Here's a list of noteworthy performances given by Jeremy Allen White. After School, Shameless, After Everything, Homecoming, The Rental, and The Bear. A lot of the time when an actor is on a show for a decade, the show ends and then they go away for a while. Not with Jeremy Allen White. He immediately does another hit TV show with The Bear. That is super impressive. People should be paying attention to him at this moment, and they are. Again, I really hope this guy gets nominated for an Emmy and becomes super famous because he deserves it. He's been such a good actor for as long as I've seen him on Shameless. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Red Rocket. Here's a quick synopsis. Mikey Haber, a former male porn star, goes back to his hometown in Texas and moves in with his estranged wife and her mother. The film stars Simon Rex, Susan Sun, Brie Elrod, Brenda Dice, and Ethan Darbone. Standout performances. One of the best things about watching movies is every once in a while you'll see an unexpectedly brilliant performance and you get just that from Simon Rex and Red Rocket who before this film was best known for being a video jockey for MTV and for starring in three of the scary movie films. He was one of the last people on earth you would expect to give this kind of performance. Rex was in the awards conversation for his performance and 
probably should have been nominated for an Oscar. I love that about movies. We expect to get great performances from Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, but then out of nowhere comes Simon Rex, and that's something that movies offers that not a lot of other things offer. You don't see a lot of people come out of nowhere the way you do in movies. And now that Rex has given a movie star performance, we're going to see if he's a one-hit wonder or if he's going to establish himself as a future movie star. That's something that's really exciting to see. Has this movie unlocked his future acting career? The director of Red Rocket, Sean Baker, has the unique ability to find an unknown actor and get an incredible performance out of them. He did so with Brooklyn Prince and Bria Vanite on the Florida Project, and that's exactly what he did with Susan Sun in this movie, Red Rocket. She's a movie star out of nowhere. It is a phenomenal performance. Her scenes with Simon Rex are incredible. Again, I just love it when someone comes out of nowhere and acts like a movie star and gives a performance like this. This movie has two virtual unknowns in Simon Rex and Susan Sun, and they are fantastic. Sean Baker is not super well known, but he is one of the best filmmakers working today, and I like most realize this after seeing his movie, The Florida Project, in 2017, which features one of the best Willem Dafoe performances. In it, Baker showed the dark side of Florida, especially with that last scene with the characters showing up at Disney World, which was beyond brilliant. And with Red Rocket, he's made a film about a porn star and a total narcissist. That's another thing Baker does that most filmmakers don't. Make movies about unlikable people who are flawed and don't learn a lesson at the end and they don't change. No one makes better looking movies than Sean Baker. Both The Florida Project and Red Rocket are two of the best looking films I've ever seen. He makes real life look super cinematic. Red Rocket is the best movie about a porn star since Paul Thomas Anderson's Boogie Nights and the movies themselves couldn't be any more different. Boogie Nights is about the rise and fall of Dirk Diggler played by Mark Wahlberg while Red Rocket is about Mikey Saber who clearly thinks very highly of himself and overrates his career. He's constantly talking about the numbers of followers and awards he has. He's never the one responsible for his own personal troubles. In his mind, it's his wife's fault. He's blaming his former co-workers. He will never look in the mirror and change. I have to mention that I absolutely loved this movie's constant use of the NSYNC song Bye Bye Bye. I also want to mention that Simon Rex will next star in Zoe Kravitz's directorial debut with Channing Tatum. Overall, Red Rocket has two of the most surprising performances in recent memory. It has me feeling like Simon Rex is a capable leading man. I'm really interested in seeing where his career goes from here. And the same with Susan Sun. I really enjoyed everything about Red Rocket. It's unlike a lot of movies that are being made today. It's not super plot driven. It's just a really interesting character piece. Let's switch gears one final time and talk about the movie The Contractor. Here's a quick synopsis. After being honorably discharged from the military, Sergeant James Harper, in need of cash, becomes a private contractor. The film stars Chris Pine, Ben Foster, Gillian Jacobs, Eddie Marson, and Kiefer Sutherland. Standout performances. I don't know if I'm on the minority on this one, but I find it very odd. Chris Pine is not one of the five biggest movie stars 
on planet Earth right now. He's been in massive movies. The J.J. Abrams-led Star Trek films as Captain Kirk, where he is both paying homage to William Shatner while doing his own thing, and in the two Wonder Woman movies where he plays Diana's love interest, Steve Trevor. I have some theories as to why Pine is not a bigger star. The first being, he's a leading man, and that role can sometimes be thankless. His two 2022 films, The Contractor and All the Old Knives, where in both movies, he's giving good performances and is given some really good moments, but at times, he's playing the least interesting character. I felt that way, especially watching The Contractor, where one of the most charismatic movie stars is playing a stern, sometimes dull character. At least in the movie All the Old Knives, Pine is using the leading man archetype for a major plot twist. Two of Pine's best performances are in supporting roles. The Disney adaptation of the musical Into the Woods and Horrible Bosses 2. He was the best part of both of those movies because he was playing interesting characters and that's not always the case with him because a lot of the times he's playing the boring leading man archetype. I feel like Chris Pratt is suffering from the same thing in general. These guys are obsessed with being the lead of movies where it's more important to be the most interesting thing in the movie you're in. That's what Robert Pattinson is doing. He's not always the lead of movies, but he'll always be the most interesting thing in the movie he's in. And Chris Pine and Chris Pratt have to start being that because it doesn't matter if you're the lead of a movie if you're not interesting. The other reason I think Pine is not a bigger stars because he doesn't work with enough great directors. He hasn't yet worked with Quentin Tarantino who has said publicly he's a fan of Pine. He hasn't worked with Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese. That's what Pine needs is to be in a great film made by a great filmmaker because I do think Chris Pine is a really good actor and he has superstar potential. He is a movie star in the fact that he is a leading man but he is not a big box office draw based on his own name because he hasn't been in enough really good movies playing really interesting characters. I think we all thought that Pine would be a bigger name by now and he's not. I mean, he is super well known, but he isn't. Chris Pine is in this movie. I absolutely have to see it and I know that that's the case because I know a lot of people have not seen All the Old Knives and The Contractor. Actor Ben Foster has previously worked with Pine on the movie's finest hour and the western hell or high water where they played a pair of criminal brothers. After that film they became one of the best acting duos. They should have both been nominated for Oscars for their performances in that film and in The Contractor they are reunited and their scenes are the best in the movie. They both get the best out of each other. Pine is suave while Foster is a gritty character actor. It's a great mix and the two have undeniable chemistry. I hope they continue to make movies together. Pine will next star in Olivia Wilde's sophomore movie Don't Worry Darling with Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves from directors Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, and Pine is making his
his directorial debut with the movie The Pool Man, where he will star along with Annette Bening. Ben Foster's upcoming projects include Emancipation with Will Smith and Finest Kind with Tommy Lee Jones and Jenna Ortega. The Contractor is a movie like Chris Pine's other movie this year, All the Old Knives, that would have been a hit in the late 90s and early 2000s, but that's not the case anymore. These movies go to streaming or these movies are in theaters for a week and then they're on TV. Like These type of movies are not the type of movies that are doing very well at the box office or in the zeitgeist. And part of it is, is because the movie is exploring so many ideas that have already been talked about in so many other films, like the idea that the United States doesn't do enough to support soldiers and their families after their time in the military, that these guys have to go out and get jobs afterwards to make a lot more money than they made while they were in the military. I've seen that in movies time and time again, and this movie had nothing really new to say about it. There are two aspects of this movie I really didn't enjoy. The first one being that Chris Pine's character is not the hero, but he thinks he's the hero. He just blindly goes into a mission because his fellow soldiers and military men and people he trusts tells him he's on the right side of history. I like that idea. I don't see that in a lot of movies. The other thing I really liked is that the Chris Pine character is only in the military because his father demanded he do so. That's something that's not always explored in these kind of movies. It kind of reminded me of Ad Astra, the idea that that Brad Pitt character only went into space because his father went into space. I appreciated that plot point in this movie, and I think the movie should have gone further with it. Like, there should have been some scenes with Chris Pine and his father with him going into the military. Now, the movie just says, oh, the father went away, and then Chris Pine went into the military. That's all well and good, but I wanted more of that in the movie. I found that part of the movie to be interesting. I found that to be fresh. That's the problem with this movie. Not enough of it is fresh and new. The people that made The Contractor don't seem to know what's interesting about their own movie. It's not the thriller aspect. I could care less about the plot of this movie. It's not new. It's not that interesting. What is interesting is the character that Chris Pine is playing. If this movie was more of a character study about that guy, I think it would have been more interesting. This movie is obsessed with being a thriller, being exciting, And those things aren't really at all that exciting. And honestly, if Chris Pine and Ben Foster were not in this movie together, this movie would not be worth seeing at all. But those two stars really do elevate the material. In fact, there should have been more Ben Foster in the movie. Because again, these two have incredible chemistry together. Just make this movie with them as co-leads the entire time. And it would have been a really good movie. Overall, they elevate the film. I think it's a good movie. I just want better for Chris Pine. I really hope Don't Worry Darling works out for him. I really am excited for the Dungeons and Dragon movie. That's directed by the filmmakers who made Game Night. I think Chris Pine is really good at comedy. He was really funny in Horrible Bosses too. I hope in a year from now, Chris Pine is one of the five biggest movie stars on planet earth and I really think there is a chance that that might happen and then there's the potential 
potential of a fourth Star Trek movie. Like, I think things are going very good for Chris Pine. I just want him to be a mega, mega movie star. He is a movie star. Again, in the fact that he is a leading man, he's just not one of those guys who gets people to watch these kind of movies like The Contractor, and I hope he gets there at some point. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and I highly recommend you go back and watch the work of actor Jeremy Allen White and check out the movies Red Rocket and The Contractor. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the career of actress Anya Taylor-Joy in the movie The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.